Howdy, eggs! AP from the tailgate, home of Aggie football, with Corey today. Hey! Brought to you by Frida Homes, building Aggie dreams, FridaHomes.com. Everybody loves their Frida Homes. They do like their Frida Homes. They, they do. <laughs> Folks, don't forget to email us at agstailgate at gmail.com. Visit us on the YouTube channel. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We're on Facebook. Instagram, whatever else. Yep. Corey, it's almost win. like, uh, what? what? We got a win? Aggies win! It's a huge win. Hey, Aggies are back, baby. Hey, Aggies are back. Yeah! Aggies are back. Woo! Jimbo's definitely turned this thing around. Yes. 20 to 3 win over UMass. 1 in 10 UMass. Bad weather uh, and everything. We Bad weather we and everything. Through it. Look. Dominated. Unbelievable. Oh, ah, God. I'm just glad that, you know, look. You know, every once in a while you hear those cats over in Austin like, hey, oh, Texas yeah. is back, Longhorns are back. Yeah. We can say it now. Mm-hmm. We can say it. Aggies, Aggies are back, baby. I don't know what Durkin did, but he turned around. Three yeah. points is all he gave up, dominated. I mean, the guy just knows what he's doing. Obviously, he's an awesome coach. Yeah, three-man awesome. front works. I mean, he proved it. Yeah. Overtended linebackers, a genius call. I love it all. Love, love it. it. Love every it. bit of it. Every his. bit. All problems yes, are solved. All problems. Woo! Look, let's start with this. Let's, let's get Jimbo another raise. Let's give him an extension right now. I was hoping that we could get that done before the LSU game. Uh, we probably need to. You know, because there's no, you never know. LSU might come call it again. Yeah. You know, after yeah, that LSU, game, Auburn if we might. win, if we win, is Auburn called? Auburn's definitely not called. I'm surprised. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, I mean, me LSU, too. You know, I was after Jimbo last year. Well, you got to wait when when Auburn gets Lane Kiffin. Then oh. Ole Miss. You know, Ole Miss will call. That's Ole Miss it. will call. Now we figured it out. So they need to make sure and give him an extension. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Hurry. I'm thinking another ten years, ten. maybe. Go up to fifteen mil a year. Exactly. He's worth every penny. At least. At least. At least. Yeah. So day starts off a little senior day action. The Aggies recognize sixteen of their ball players. Right. Max Wright, Andre White, Max Wright, Andre White, Anias. Three starters. Big time. Yeah. Damani, Jalen Preston, Miles Jones, Brian George, Ernest Crown over the tailback, who will be back, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Brian Connor George. Choate, George. Uh, cornerback. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, Connor Choate, who, who, 12th man. Yes. yes. Long snapper. Long snapper. Got to love it. Yeah. And then a bunch of guys that you haven't seen on the field yet. Or ever. Yeah. Nice to, look, nice for those guys to go out in front of a, they didn't want to do senior day, by the way, on the LSU game, but which is actually their last home game. Is, is it, do you find it? That's awkward. I thought the last yeah. home game was senior day. Usually. It's awkward. That's unless you expect to lose. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I, 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 mean, I expect to lose. <laughs> I don't even know what the spread in the, is in the game. Ten. Ten? We're favored by ten? No. No, we're not. Oh. No, we're not. Well, that's just ludicrous. Yeah. They didn't watch the. They didn't watch the UMass game. They obviously did not watch the UMass game. We almost covered. What seventeen? Was it? Was it a thirty-point spread? Thirty something. Yeah, yeah. we won by seventeen. Yeah, there you go. Almost there. Yeah, it was in hand. All right, so let's talk a little bit about this UMass game, and we can move on to uh, other things. Look, be serious. One of the nastiest days of the year, by the way. The rain, the cold. Mm. I don't blame the crowd for walking out at the first quarter. Yeah. Uh, I saw more of the fans doing dumb stuff in the stands than I did the game 
for when I was watching. Well, they yeah, they pretty much stopped showing the game and were just showing the relays in the, the stand. The relays, yeah. yeah. I was like, what the Relaying hell? with a shirt. Yeah. It's good. Good, good TV. Mm. Uh, that's how exciting this football game was. That was awful to watch. Almost as exciting as the South Carolina-Tennessee game, right? They, what they score in that one, like 110 points? 63-38. It was a lot. So what is that, 90, 101? Yeah. That's a lot. It's yeah. good to... Hopefully you took the... Hendon Hurker, I can't believe he got hurt towards ACL. Feel bad for that guy. Had yeah. a great year. Hopefully, wow. hopefully uh, somebody still... You know, picks him up early in the draft to get yeah. to go on and make some plays in the next at the next level. It's amazing how far he's come in the last couple of years. It's pretty impressive. It is. Got, you know, he was he was benched at Virginia Tech. Yeah, he right? wasn't doing anything. wasn't doing anything. And Josh Heupel gets him over there. And he wasn't even supposed to be the starter at Tennessee. He had the other guy from Michigan. As a matter of fact, they were really bad when the guy from Michigan, Milton, yeah. was starting. And then uh, Hooker came in and boom. He didn't show that at all, Virginia Tech. That's just crazy how a system changes different yeah. quarterbacks. Like Western Kentucky, that quarterback that's at uh, New England now threw the ball over. Ben is happy. Yeah. Never heard of the guy. Goes love, to Western Kentucky. I'd, I'd take him. Oh, yeah. He's great. If I'm the Texans, I'd try to trade for him. <clears throat> now nah, it's an article right now. I just read that who's the Texans taking as their first quarterback next year. We can talk about that later. But go ahead. True, 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 true. All right. So here's – all right. Let's start with the offense, man. Oh. They're playing against who? UMass. Who was like 120th in defense. And, and their opponents, by the way, were not very good at all. Pretty much everybody scored more than 23 points against yep. them, except for the Aggies. 16 total first downs, 404 total yards, 213 yards on the ground, 191 in the air. We gave up three sacks. That's what I was worried about. To UMass. It wasn't even the sacks there. He was under pressure all day. I mean, they were coming all day. And here's the thing. You know, just like everybody else on our schedule that can see it every week from the film that we put out there every week, you don't have to beat us one-on-one. No. All you got to do is go a little blitz, some sort of little twist, and we're going to forget about that guy. If he twists and goes somewhere else, we're going to lose him. You know who looks the most lost out of the bunch is our supposedly All-American. God, that guy just looks... They do anything. He's he's not he's blocking air. Oh yeah, and he turns his head more than anybody I see to see if the quarterback's still up. <laughs> yeah, he's like he he watches the guy go by and then he looks back to see if he made the tackle. He does. I'm like, oh, did he get him? Shit. Is there a fumble? Uh, and look, we're we're gonna talk more about this offensive line. I I'm at a loss for words. Well, am I really? Am I ever at a loss for words? No. <laughs> I don't know, I mean, is it the players or is it the coaching? It's got to be the coaching, right? It's the coaching. Those guys, we've it's seen not, them. Once again, it's not like they're constantly getting beat one-on-one. Right. And so schematically, whatever they're doing and teaching them how they're trying to teach them to handle these things, they're not <laughs> teaching it very well, right? They're not passing blocks off. They're not communicating They're not all. communicating, passing blocks. You know, none of those things, right? Mm. Look. We're going to come back to the offensive line. I got, I got a lot to say about that. Connor, 11 of 19, 191 yards and a touchdown. Another 86 on the ground. How many times did the ball slip out of his hand? I mean, he just didn't see. I don't know if his hands are small, like I was telling you, watching the game. Or he, does Feels he that have, way. Does he have small hands, or was the ball that wet and cold and he couldn't get a grip? But it, it also that's feels that pro like, guys look at. Yeah, it also feels like they weren't doing a very good job of cycling the ball through, right? Like somebody keeping them wet and, or dry right. and tiled off and constantly 
because when when you saw him, that thing looked like it was like just soaked up like three times the size of a normal football because it was right. the, the how wet it was, right? Right. Um, so all those issues come into play with the with the weather, but at the same time, I mean, you still got to be able to. You what still eleven nineteen for how many yards? You said one hundred ninety one. Not terrible. I mean, it's just. I mean, it's they didn't really like, throw the football in the second half, right? They ran it, ran it, ran it. They ran should it. have been doing that all year. That's what kills us. You yeah. and I talked about it. Offense block can't pass block, right? Let's get it. Let's get a power formation in. Let's let's run some. And early in the game, they're sitting in the in their regular formations, one back, one tight end, trying to run the football. They can't. They can't run the football against a loaded box, mm-hmm. even though it's UMass. They can't really do it. They don't get a lot of movement up front. They don't do a lot of things there. But in the second half, they sit in there. They line it up, two backs, tight end, yeah. and they they just they just pound them. It's stuff we point, talked about at the beginning of the season. That's just yeah. It seems like it's if you can't pass block and you need help blocking, get more guys in there, right? Get more guys in there. Yeah. Here's the other thing. There's a couple of occasions, Moose Green. With the fumbles, right? Yeah. Moose takes a play on third down, converts mm-hmm. on third down and long, makes a great play. Fumbles, fumbles. the football, right? Yeah. Green. Now, Green, same you know, big same, same, get, makes a play, fumbles the football. The thing, though, is that it's not like they were moving the ball in that drive like they were just dominating offensively. It's the only way they moved the ball. Was- right. It was this big play again. Yeah. It was it. only big plays. Yep. And then the, the fumbles came up, but... Once again, it's not like they were. It was a dominant offensive performance in the, you know, right before they fumbled. Like it they was were third moving. and long. It was. It wasn't right. like third and four and third and two or something. It was like I can't remember what exactly it was, but it was a longer pass that he had it completely. During the game, I remember we talked about it. Heck, this is the same thing as if having punt, right? Yeah, just having punt. Same thing. He, oh yeah, we talked about <laughs> surprise. Yeah, punted on third down. Let's yeah, go. Let's punt yeah. there. So you know. Jimbo wants to talk about the fact, oh, the turnovers, the turnovers, the turnovers. And don't get me wrong. Yeah. yeah. Turnovers, bad. No, no question. Shit. No shit. Thank you, yeah. Captain Obvious. Yeah. However, it's not like this offense was dominating into the turnovers. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Look, there were four three and outs against UMass. Against UMass, this offense had four three and outs. Not only that, there were three more drives of five plays and out. That's seven out of your 13 drives. More than half of your drives ending within five plays. Against UMass. UMass. Number 176 in defense. Yep, they're pretty bad. They're horrible. They haven't recruited a two-star player in 10 years. Two-star. That's crazy. Right? Yeah, that's good for them. So... Jimbo can come back and say, "Well, hey, hang on, blah blah blah." You know how he does all his <laughs> gotta execute. You know how to hang yeah. on and yeah. whatever. Yeah. He can go through that process, but at the end of the day, this offense was horrible again. It was. It was terrible. I mean, I don't know if Zune is hurt or what's going on with him, but he just he doesn't look like the same guy beginning of the season. He looked better at the beginning of the season. Now he's looks like he's getting beat consistently around the edge. I don't know. Yeah, what's going on with that? If it's look, a couple of things. One, last week obviously we've got the issue with Moose and his sleeves. Yeah, this week Evan Stewart's out. 
Now they're sort of everybody's sort of playing it off as a as a, as a concussion issue or something going on there. Honestly, with Jimbo after the game, he sort of he somebody asked him about why he. I don't want to get into it. That doesn't sound like a concussion to me. That doesn't sound like an injury issue. That sounds like there's something else going on for the reason that he didn't play. Huh. Now, that's just me yeah. hypothesizing or reading between the lines. I haven't heard anything this week about it, so I don't know. You know, he's consistently creating problems with those guys, right? Who's the freshman? Uh, the, the, wide the wide receivers, yeah, the tailbacks. Let's let's talk the about the skill players. position players. Yeah, right. Yeah, the guys that he's constantly dealing with. For example, let's let's put it that way, because that's all his. He obviously doesn't give a shit about coaching the offensive line because he doesn't know crap about offensive line play. It makes this is very clear to me based off of our performance in the right. offensive line. So he doesn't really care about who's coaching the offensive line. Somebody else has got to do that job. But he's care. he does care about the skill positions. He will yell at some skill position guys, whether he's a wide receiver, tight end, running back, quarterback. He's going to yell at those guys mm-hmm. as if that helps, all the yell. Well, yeah. I mean, it's obvious. Look at our record. Clearly. There is a problem in that <laughs> locker room with that group of players. There is a problem with that group of players. L.J. Johnson's gone. Yeah, I mean, that problem's going to take care Marshall, of Marshall's gone. That group of players won't be here next year. The same group you're talking about, it's going to be a... I'm not saying they're all leaving, but we're going to... I think there's going to be a lot gone. I think that I think that all of a sudden, and mind you, they don't have a single offensive skill position recruited in the 23 class. So, I don't know where you're replacing these guys, but I can tell you this. If I'm a, if I'm a wide receiver... Why would you come here? I wouldn't come here. Why would you? I wouldn't come here. Yeah. There's there is there is you, no you track. Go to Tennessee or A and M where you go. Go to Ohio State. Go to Ohio State, Tennessee. Tennessee. I mean Tennessee, they're getting guys in the pros now. Alabama. Yeah. You know, TCU's got a wide receiver Western that's Kentucky. not considered <laughs> TCU's got a wide receiver that's not oh. considered one of the top in the Oh, that guy's awesome. That guy's awesome. Right? Yeah. But, but you know why he's awesome? Because they throw the ball to him downfield, they get him, they run plays for him. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. Look, end of this game, you can tell, I mean, we we just we wore him down and then we were able to pound the ball with two backs, tight end, get in there under center and yeah. do those things. That shouldn't you shouldn't have to wait until the end of the game to wear them down to do those things against UMass. Look, offensive line, Corey. When I when I got started in the coaching profession, I was an offensive line coach. That's what I did. Right. I took that all the way to the point where I was an offensive coordinator at a five A program before there was six A. Yeah. At a five A program, I was the offensive line coach, offensive coordinator. I did that as the offensive coordinator at Dieball, a 3A program at the time. Offensive line, offensive coordinator. I know offensive line. It's what I do. Mm-hmm. They're 11 weeks into the season. They're not getting any better. And they haven't gotten one bit better. No. They still cannot combo block. Mm. Now, this is, that's a problem for a team that runs mostly zone run schemes. Because every zone block is pretty much a combo block. It's two guys trying to take care of sort of two at the t- next two levels, right, mm-hmm. for the most part. That's, that is the intricacies of zone blocking is how do we get from here to there. Right. Right? And 
This team can't be any worse. They cannot be any worse at that specific trait. What do you, I mean, what do you do this far in the season? They can't change it now. They fire the offensive line coach is what they do this far in the season. Is this his first year or second year? This is his first year here. Probably his last year here. I would hope so. But, you know, Jimbo gets into his things and loyalty and he loves his guys and his guys are his guys. I'm not sure he will fire him, but he should fire him. The guy has not done his job this year. 11 weeks. And nobody can start talking to me about, oh, injuries. Oh, we're young. Look, all these guys, by the way, two of them, yeah, well, let's go back. Father, he started all last year. Right. He's been playing now 11 weeks this week, this year. Now, his problem ain't combo blocks because he's out on the edge, right? Right. His problem is the fact that you go look at him, he stands straight up, and he leans. And what happens? He falls off box. Balance. Yeah, he's, he's off balance. balance. Yeah. All the time. You go watch him. And he wasn't that way last year. Hmm. He wasn't that way last year. So that what does that tell you? That the guy teaching them fundamentals and what they're supposed to be doing out there is not doing a very good job of making sure those guys are following through with what they're doing, right? Right. It's not good. At the guards, at the centers, those are the positions where the combo blocks come into play so much more, right? Right. The interior offensive linemen. And you go watch these guys – they have absolutely no sense of what's going on. So, you know, if me and you are working together, we should know there's a defensive lineman somewhere in this mix, right? And there's probably a linebacker at the next level. We should know our job is one-two. Right. So if he's here and we're running zone left, I'm going to take my step and I'm going to try to get to his – get to that guy's right. body, right? I'm going, You're going to step with me, right. but you don't have a gap threat. You don't have a threat in your gap. So why would you go off and run off all the way to the linebacker right now when this guy maybe tries to slant over right. or do something like that, right? Slow step it. You don't have an immediate threat. Slow step it. Help right here. Use your hand to help. Boom. If he tries to cross your face, now you can take it and I can continue up. Or you help, really help me seal this block right here. And then as the linebacker starts showing, boom, come on. You're in no rush. These guys, I'm not going to help one bit through here. This guy's going to slant right through the damn gap. He's going to penetrate. And I'm going to be off blocking the linebacker that's never going to make a play in the the play because the running back's stuffed in the backfield. You see what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. That is zone blocking 101. Zone blocking 101. Do we do that? And (laughs) they still can't figure that out. Well, and it's too late in the season, like we said, to get into that because they're not going to change it. Not right this second, not for LSU, not the last game of the season. But, I mean, that's the main thing we need to fix next year, is it not, is our offensive line. 100%. I mean, no matter what. I mean, quarterback Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of other issues. Yeah. But, but this is elementary. That and a three-whatever down line. Yeah, get rid of that. Yeah. I mean, so – you talked about Zoom, and here's as I watch Zoom, here's the thing. He does a pretty good job in his initial set. Boom, boom, gets on a guy, mm-hmm. and then his feet just stop. So now, once I'm here and I'm locked up, his feet just stop. Both feet planted on the ground. This guy's running. Yeah. So now what happened? He's doing this. Yeah. He's holding. With his feet right here. Yeah. Holding, getting beat, right? As an offensive lineman, your feet always got to be moving. 
You got to be light on your feet, right? They right. always talk about that, especially a tackle. Right. You got to keep those feet moving. Now, if he continues to do that, and he's athletic enough to do that, by the way. Right. Then he stays with it. He doesn't get into those same issues. This past week, it's not like we're talking about number one draft pick, Miles right. Garrett or something coming off the edge. Over right. There, no, right? it's UMass. Yeah, it's probably, it was UMass. I'm sure this guy's going to get drafted after this week. Yeah, after this week. <laughs> after last week. I mean, yeah. You know, you know what's scary? I know we don't. We're not going to talk about it, but later the LSU, the guy Harold Perkins. Yeah. What he did? Yeah. Just by himself. Yeah. Was that against? Who did he just play? That was against Arkansas. That he had like four. Oh, I mean, four or five. I mean, two. He uh, got uh, strip sacks. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. You know, what do you think he's going to do against our tackles? That's what I'm saying. I mean, what you just told me. Connor. Better get rid of the ball. <laughs> blow the whistle. Yeah, blow, blow the whistle. whistle. Blow the whistle. All right. So, look, that is basics number one. Look, and, I, and I'll tell you this, and I went back and I, and, I, and I watched the game, like, detailed. Detailed watch this game. There's also a few times in which the running back just didn't see the hole, right? A lot of times with the zone play, everybody sort of pushes it through and you cut it back you know, sounds like our linebackers. They don't see the hole either. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And our running back was so fast to the hole, they just boom and try to and and just hit a wall. Right. Mm-hmm. There was one time we we didn't run much gap scheme. We're pulling the guard and tackle. I actually only saw one or two plays, and boy, it opened up big on the cutback. But the running back tried to bounce instead mm-hmm. and got caught behind the line of scrimmage. Same running back, or do you remember? Uh, I think or? once was once was Moss on on actually on that one I think it was Moss Daniels was on the other one. I thought Moss ran the ball pretty good. Yeah, and 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 you know, but some of those things are things that come to you the longer. A chain this year has made a big progress from last year to this year on on sort of seeing some of those slowing it down sometimes before you know right. not being so fast to the hole right. It's a, here's a question. Okay, I don't know what they do at practice. Is our offense practiced against our defense good on good? Well, now yeah. is our defense running a three-man front? It's probably a lot different to our offensive line in practice. If they're running a three-man front, and they're like, "This is easy to block." Look how we, we, we're not learning. They're not learning anything. Well, think about it both sides too, right? I mean, now yeah. if you're playing, you know, Jimbo keeps talking about how much they love going good on good. Well, good on good is great, and especially early in the season. And our bad offensive line and, is going. And but you know. At some point, forget good on good you, because one, it maybe leads to more injuries, right? Right. But two, you got to really do spend as much time preparing for the offense you're going to see or the defense you're going to see on the other side. Being playing against your own scheme doesn't really help you at all, especially not against our for our defense, right? Because our offense doesn't do anything any other offense on the planet does, like right. you know motions or double moves or screens or. Draws or, you know, I can go on and on and on and on. Rub routes, you know, whatever. Right. So, if you're our defense and that's all they're seeing all week long, like, yeah, no wonder you've got problems stopping stuff, right? But, like you're saying, okay, our offensive line is a huge problem. Mm-hmm. I don't deny that. Yeah. But if the offensive line wasn't having problems, the patterns that Jimbo has these receivers running, it's still the same stuff we had when, even when we had a good offensive line. Still an issue, right? Yeah. It's still a, an issue. It's the same plays we're seeing – Back when Mon was quarterback. And, gotta, and it goes back to the fact that we've talked about it, right? All their all their routes are one-on-one routes. Yeah, it's not all hitches. All hitches, all slants. All, you yeah. know what I mean? There's no, yeah, not 
picks because an offensive an offensive coordinator calls him rubs. Rub yeah, rub rubs. No rubs. Rub. No, you don't. You do. You don't utilize the bunch set to try to help you op- get guys or open. Or even the staggering. The, or the stagger. Like in Tennessee, you see that the whole game. You know, it, I mean, it, it doesn't it, work. Go walk back and watch. But this is this is this is Jimbo to the T right here, man. So early in the process, one of those one of those third down and longs, they run a bunch set to the left. Three the three wide receivers out to the left, and the outside receiver is Moose. The middle receiver was uh, Thomas, I think, and the inside guy is Green at the tight end. Okay. So Green hitches it up. The the middle guy clears and Moose on the little end cut. They complete the pass, get the first down. Right there, you go. Kind of a little rub rub. Yeah. But they run the exact same thing the next two third down and long. The exact same play. I told play. you they would never expect that. If you keep doing it over and over, the defense bound to think they're going to change it. But you know what happens? But we don't. They did it the next time in the red zone. And so what happens? Well, now the safety doesn't have to respect that run, the run through, right? Yeah, he can be more aggressive on coming underneath. And what does he do? He attacks. He attacks it hard. Yeah. And did we complete it? No. No. Of course not. We only complete eleven passes. So, it's little things like that. Offensively, this team still looks like garbage. We're eleven weeks in. This was against UMass. Look, you said it. Harold Perkins is going to make our offensive line look like a high school offensive line. That dude is going to kill Connor Wade. He is uh, so quick. I mean, you're thinking what Vaughn, you know, something like that. I mean, I'm not talking like Garrett where he's just so powerful. I mean, he just gets around those guys. Yeah. He uses his hands real well. I mean, it was impressive watching what he did. I expect that quit. dude to have like six sacks. And Michael Parsons. Should... That's who I was thinking of. Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons. Yeah, that's a uh, – very much so. He reminds yeah. me a lot of yeah. Michael Parsons. Speed, gets yes. around. Now, why don't you run at a person like that? Run at Wouldn't block, you, if block, you were coaching, yeah. I, you yes. know? Getting or Fathery or even or Robinson. Or, maybe, you you know, run and draw underneath it. Yeah, because Perkins isn't huge by any means. Right. I mean, but, and that kind of quick guy, he's going to want to come around in either way. You know, that's his mindset. I don't know if what he did with the run against Arkansas, but I'm saying... That's what I would think. If that guy's, if I can't block him on the pass, I'm going to run all over. I'm going to wear his ass out. So what they should do is run the ball 45 times next week against the against that group. But they won't, right? Well, Jimbo's going to throw the ball 45 times and run it 20. It's fucking stupid. It's just what he does, right? Yeah. So defensively, look, defensively this team, look, hey, only gave up three points on Saturday. I think... Most people would say that's a, that's a win. Yeah, that's a win. That's a win. It was. The uh, defense didn't look bad. I mean, they. I mean, don't get me wrong. They didn't look great by any means. The offense, the D line, the scheme. Still, I hate it. The whole thing. The three down linemen. I think we saw try to do three linebackers. Yeah. But who do we? Overton is a linebacker. Here's here's one thing that I will say. Cooper's more of a defensive back in that. I can't really name like one thing that I can say all oh, real positive on the offense. I mean, I guess individual players you can say, well, they showed something. If right? they wouldn't have dropped those balls, Moose and Green, I would have said, you know, that was positive. Those two big plays. Yeah. If they don't fumble, but still, you still have the fumble in there, yeah. so it's defensively. Against- and I guess where I was going is defensively. I'm on the other side of that. I think there were some things that I said, oh man, that was pretty good. 
Specifically. We're healthy. We're healthy. Yeah. One. Healthy. He- healthier. I mean, we're still missing Diggs and... Diggs, Adel- Diggs and Adelier. Yeah. Still out. Right. But that's it, by the way. Yeah. Pretty much it. Secondaries and... Well, Miles is gone for the season. We knew that. But he's, he, he's, he's not... He got anyway. surpassed anyway, right? Yeah. He, he got beat out. But, I mean, but, we have depth. We got depth. We got players. You know, Smoke came out. He played... Uh, he played some. You got Chappelle. You got Jalen. You know the, the the freshman safeties: Anderson, Kerr, Matthews, all right. played. You know, so did uh, Gilbert. Obviously, Gilbert, Damani, Money. all in there. Linebacker wise, they all played. Cooper. White Cooper played a lot more uh, on Saturday. Lee. I guess he finally got out of the doghouse. Lee played. You know, why is one of the things? I just don't get it. There, keep going. Why is what? Two things. One is on a positive note. Yeah. Cooper may be our best cover guy. Oh, yeah. He's he made like three plays on balls in the air. We were worried about that coming to the season, about him covering the backs, coming to the backfield. Well he hadn't been on the field. The defense, the offensive coordinator saw that and they said, You know what we can do? We can just run the ball right the middle (laughs) on them. They're not gonna stop it. Well he hadn't been on the field to do it. it. (laughs) He hadn't been on the field to do it. Yeah, what I don't get that either. But what is Overton doing? In, what's his position? Is he a... He's a defensive lineman. All right. Well, no. Not anymore. No. I am about to say. No, he's not. <laughs> Apparently not anymore. He's a cover linebacker. He's I don't understand like I mean, I don't know if they'll show it up here in the game, but he's lined up over a... I don't even think it was a tight end. I think it was a wide he, receiver. He was lined up as an inside linebacker, five yards from the ball, four yards from the ball. And it's just... I mean, it's comical to what... And then they pass, they throw the ball. Well, and he goes, at, at one point, there's a shift, right? And, yeah. and he was lost. And the other linebacker sitting there like, oh, you got to, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> talking dude is lost. I mean, why is he in there at linebacker? Yeah, I know. Well, I don't know. Thank you, DJ Durkin. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you, DJ. Now, I will tell Three you this. Three points to you, Hey. I will tell you this. They did use uh, Harold. Harold. Montrez Harris. Yeah. Right? Yeah. At the defensive end spot, and he looks good at that spot. As a linebacker, other? he's a Perkin-ish yeah. type ball player Wait. at that position at that position. What's a bull statement of Perkin-ish? <laughs> Listen, ish. That's a, that's a, that's a, ooh, a ish. We've been talking all year that they don't have a guy that just coming off the edge like that. He looked the part. Who was the other Brenlo uh Brenlo Dindy got some Brindle late time in there? Yeah. Uh Malik Sila on the other end. Yeah. Also look pretty good coming off the edge. Guys that can go create pressure. But it's the guys pressure. that we know are going to be and, good. And it is against UMass. Yeah, and that defensive line is going to be good. Even I don't think Durkin. I mean, he's, yeah. done, he's done his damnedest to screw it up this year. But they're going to be good. But until we get that guys behind them, yeah. I can see the whole, you know, see the play, read it. It's going to be the same thing. Because that defensive line, they can't but, you stop know, everything themselves. I think, I actually believe... That those linebackers are good players, man. I just think that they're the worst coach unit on the team, aside from those. I was about to say, I offensive line. Yeah, offensive line, linebackers has really been weak. I mean, offensive line way more than... We can kind of hide the linebackers a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Well, we've tried. Well, It hadn't worked. Well, it's not so... Well, he hadn't put them on the field. Even, even on had, Saturday, 
Even on Saturday, 113 rushing yards to, to UMass, by the way. Well, that's pretty good for us. Is it? Well, what did we do last week? 200 and something. There you go. What did we do before that? Exactly. What did we do against Ole Miss? 400. There you go. So that's pretty good. Yeah. 113. There you Woo! go. Man, we could be almost top 25 team. Almost. You know, but like I said, Cooper, you watch him play, he's got all the tools to be a top-end linebacker. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He's great in coverage, too. Yeah. If you let it, the, when you see him and he's just, he's, we he were on come down hill and make plays. You were way up on Cooper at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I think you called but him. He hasn't, he hadn't what? gotten any playing time. You know what? I think somebody said Cooper was going to be the SEC defensive player of the year. I, I heard I that. I heard that somewhere. <laughs> if awesome. Tyler Santucci wasn't the co- guy coaching Cooper, maybe <laughs> we could have gotten it. Is. That's it. Martrell Harris, Malik Silla, both guys that started to look the part as some guys coming off the edge. Yeah. I like that. We know the talent that we have inside with McKinley, with Rakes, with Nolan. Turner, Nolan. Is Nolan healthy? <laughs> he, the dude he gets is carted only... off the field every game yeah, and comes back. Yeah, and comes back. Yeah. I didn't know. I mean, I really thought he was hurt that one time. I was like, and then you're like, hey, he's back in. I was like, Three plays later. Son of a bitch. Uh, and we still can't cover a tight end. Oh, we don't even try. I mean, it's like they don't even recognize it's that a tight end may catch a pass. Well, they don't do it in our system. <laughs> I mean, you know, Good point. they're like, hey, these guys are doing their tight ends totally wrong. That's what I'm saying. We don't practice that. Of Look, let's be clear here. Of the two sides of the ball, the offense is definitely the worst side. Yeah. But we might have the worst offensive line. In college football this year. At the same time, defensively, and if you forget UMass, right? Yeah. Because UMass is the worst team in college football. Forget UMass. You don't have to keep saying that. I think everybody knows they're the worst team in college football. Let me be clear and direct here. UMass is the worst team in college football. The worst. Even against UMass, we gave up 113 yards. But we held, let's say we held them to 113 yards. We held them. Held them. So let's. They were trying to run for like 200. Let's be clear. The rest yeah. of the season, the rest of the season, this run defense has been one of the worst in all of college football. Let me repeat that again. Our Texas A&M wrecking crew run defense because has have, been one of the worst in all of college football. Because you have three defensive linemen, one linebacker, and six defensive backs out here for some reason on first down. On first down. <laughs> when they've got two backs and two yeah, tight ends. Don't let them beat you deep. Or not, Coach. We got that covered. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of things that are disappointing. I'm, I'm going I'm to say this. and Look, now we get ready for LSU. LSU, big game Saturday. Obviously, uh, for many reasons, it's a big game. It's right. a, LSU is still trying to keep their hopes alive to get into the college football playoffs. They need a miracle. Right? Pretty much. They need a miracle, but they still could do it. Yeah. They could get in. Right. They'd have to go beat Georgia. I think TCU needs to lose. Tennessee already lost. That helped them. That helped them. Um, they need to beat Georgia. They need to beat Georgia. That's a big one. That, yeah. It's a big one and a big part of the step to get there. Who does Georgia play this week? It's Georgia Tech, right? Is it Georgia Tech this week? I think so. Oh, probably. So... You know, they're still trying to keep those hopes alive. Is it a great hope? Is it likely? Eh, maybe yeah, not. Yeah. But it's a there's a chance. Right. There's a chance. For the Aggies, for the Aggies, it's a whole nother sort of perspective. 
It saves their season a little bit, kind of, if they win this game. It's an attempt at trying to keep this team together one, right? Right. It's an attempt at trying to get the fan base back on board. It's an attempt to try to help in the 2023 recruiting class, which needs a lot of help, right? Yeah. It's an attempt to try to sell people into thinking, look, transfer we here. We ain't done yet. Yeah. All right, there you go. That's what Jimbo said earlier this year, right? We ain't done yet. We're, we ain't done yet. Well, yeah, you were. We wish you were done. <laughs> So, so I think it's a big game. It's a big game against a team. Like I said, that has got a lot to play for. I don't actually think we do anything other than what we've done all year. Exactly. It's not going to change. So it's not going to change. And neither are the results at the end. We're going to lose. Probably yeah. a close game because it'll be our defense will do something to keep us in it. And the offense will do just enough. You know, with a running quarterback, though, you know, we've had some problems with those. That's, Richardson, that could Ole Miss. And so you're looking at a ten point spread. What side are you leaning towards? Oh LSU. Yeah, same here. Yeah. After that game, after I mean, that I don't game, know. We just put up twenty on UMass. That is true. Yeah. Woo! After that game, what? Woo! <laughs> yeah. Look, after that game, a lot's going to happen, right? There's a lot going to happen, or nothing. Okay, if you're the Say say you were the boss of the mm-hmm. football team. Not the head coach, but the boss. Like yeah. Say you're Jerry Jones, and this is a professional team. What's the first thing you do? Like the Cameron of the football team. Yeah, say you're going in there. What's the first thing I'm going to do? I, I know you're going to fire the offensive, court, uh, offensive uh, line coach. You're going to fire Durkin. I mean, I'm saying if you have the options, this is you, not Jimbo, what he's going to do. You'd fire Durkin, right? Durkin, Santucci, Adazio, and Fisher as the offensive coordinator. Okay. Gone. Bye. So you're keeping Jimbo as the head coach, though, but he is no longer allowed to call plays. I mean, this you're the boss. Yeah. You can tell him this. Yes. So that's what you would do. And the only reason I'm keeping him as a head coach at this point is because I don't want to pay him $90 million. That's Well, okay. So who do you put in their spots is my question. Have you noticed anybody out there? Yeah, what, I mean. What about Pruitt? You said he out at, uh, what's it called? Alabama? I think, you know, they've got a prior relationship. I don't think they got along. That's why he left Florida State the year after they won a national championship together. There you go. Um, so he may not be the right solution for the defensive coordinator position. Okay. But let's try to find – let's identify somebody who actually has a good defense, though. Let's not take a guy that had a bad defense, for example. Yeah. Like at Ole Miss the last couple of years. And then bring him in. And then bring him in. Yeah. Let's try to find somebody that's actually... So you're saying let's not get the UMass defensive coordinator. Let's probably not take the UMass <laughs> They're probably talking at the end of the game. Hey, man, we got some openings probably yeah. coming up. Yeah, so, uh, so you know, okay. that's, that's rule number one. So, I mean, I don't know who you hire. I'm trying to think who's running a defense that seems <clears> to have a good head on the shoulders. What's that head coach at Duke? Let's get that guy over here. Yeah. Help him. <laughs> Ah, oh, he'd be he'd be all right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, apparently we can call anybody that works for Georgia at this point on the defensive side of the ball, and we'd probably oh, be okay. Yeah, upgrade. Yeah. Um, Dan Lanning's doing a pretty darn good job at, at Oregon. Yeah. Uh, as a head coach. Um, but you know, I mean, that's the kind of team that I'm going to look my to get my guy from. Right. Georgia successful. Now, defense. same thing with offensive coordinator because you're probably you fired them, right? Offense coordinator, I think it's pretty clear that. Yeah. Look, just go, go talk to somebody over. You know, the offensive coordinator at of Tennessee, that'd be a good start. There you go. You know, maybe the offensive coordinator out of TCU, O'Reilly, 
That'd be another guy to call yeah. call out. Yeah. I don't think TCU's probably going to be a, you know pay them as much as you're going to pay them, right? Right. Um, so those are two guys that I'd start with. That'd be a great start. And O line coaches, I don't know much about those. I'd say hire Brett Bielema and get him in here, but that's about <laughs> it. He's sort of got a job. Well, yeah. a lot of these guys have jobs. This is an upgrade. You get to be the offensive line coach at A&M making $50 million. But you know what I would do? No. I'd let that offensive coordinator pick his offensive line coach. Yeah. As long as it's not Adazio. Um, you were high on that guy this year, too. I was. I thought he was going to come in and really take an offensive line to the next level with his intensity. and that Apparently, all he does is shout. 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 Get it all out. Is that how it goes? Anyway, I don't know. I think it's let it all out. But Whatever. Yeah. The other thing they're going to have to figure out real quick after this, after the end of this season is who is jumping into the transport. Today we got some news. We've already got one. Well, Harris, Donnell Harris, who apparently was medically retired from football, well, yeah. is coming back to football, just not here. Yeah. You want to know a guy, by the way, that can rush the passer? Donnell Harris. He was a five-star recruit, by the yeah. way. Pretty good ball player. He's not going to be a good ball player for the Aggies, though. How do you go from retirement like that in college to back in? Home? Well, he went to a doctor. The doctor said you're cleared, and now he's ready to play. There you go. There you go. All right. Uh, but who else could be leaving? I'm going to tell you the truth is. How many players on the roster? Yeah. <laughs> Would you be surprised? In the defensive backfield, obviously, Miles Jones is leaving as a graduate. Brian yeah. George leaving as a graduate. Richardson's leaving. Antonio Johnson's going to go to the draft, right? Why would he not? I think Chappelle will come back. But would you be surprised? I mean, Denver Harris, I think, is pretty clearly gone. I mean, after yeah. the suspensions. Uh, how about a Josh Moten who got passed up already? He may be gone. Yeah, he may transfer. Right? Yeah. Maybe one of the other freshmen that's a surprise, you know, a Smoke, a Matthews, a Kerr maybe. Yeah. That that decides, eh, you know what, there's too much turmoil going on. Could be a couple of them leaving. Quite a few. It wouldn't surprise you though, right? Wouldn't surprise me. It would surprise me if Chappelle left since he's getting so much playing time and he's grown so much. Jalen Jones, Chappelle. Jones is... Gilbert. Is he not a senior? Jones seems like he's been here forever too. (laughs) He started since he was a freshman. He's a junior. Uh, Okay. No, I don't see Jones going anywhere. Right. Um, Those guys will stay. Gilbert, you said. I think Bryce else? Anderson's a guy that stays. Yeah, right? he seems like an Aggie. You know what I'm saying? Like a, yeah. I want them to stay, I guess I should say. I want I want <laughs> right. a lot of these guys to stay, but I want Anderson to stay. I want Chappelle to stay. But it wouldn't be no surprise if some of those guys left. No. How about a defensive line? How about a defensive line? Would it be a surprise if a guy like Lucas has left? Or who, who hasn't necessarily, especially late in, you know, been in some issues and whatnot. I wouldn't be surprised some of those guys got a lot of playing time. How about Nye White? How about Judy, who didn't get any playing time, has gotten passed up, right? Yeah. There's Marcus Burris, a, a former five-star recruit in the interior who hasn't gotten any I'd playing definitely time. definitely be gone. Right? I yeah, if I'm so, a five-star, I'm going somewhere to be on the field. Yeah, he wants to get on the field, yeah. right? Because everybody's been telling you, you're going to be a pro. And that's not to mention any of the guys that are getting a ton of playing time in a, a Stewart or a Turner, you know, that mm-hmm. are there. Right. Nolan. Yeah. I mean, you expect those guys to stay, but is it a sure thing? No. With all the turmoil? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a sure thing. How about a linebacker? Well, White's gone. He's graduated. Cooper. Lee, you know, he's already he doesn't get any playing time. He might as well go. Yeah. Cooper. No, Lee actually played some, didn't he? Yeah, he's been he's playing 23. Some. But he can play more somewhere. Who's 24? He's gone. Russell. Isn't he gone? No, I think Russell still has a year of eligibility left if he wants okay. it. Okay. 
but Cooper, also a guy that's been for some reason on the bench. I don't know. Maybe there's some medical issues. I don't know. But why, I mean, you said if you're any one of these linebackers and you haven't really been coached up and you get, keep getting all the blame for how shitty this defense is, we have Hill coming in, don't we? No, he peaced out. Wait, I heard he's still on the radar. Be committed. I heard he's still on the radar. Why would you come to A&M to play linebacker where they only put one of them on the field? He could be that one. He could. Offensive line-wise, would you... A Luke Williams. P.J. Williams is gone. He just got arrested for drugs. He was already suspended. Jesus. Would you be surprised if a guy like Foster left? Yes. Well, he runs track. Track, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Runs track. Runs. Runs. Layton's obviously graduated. He's going to be gone, right? Even though, if he has more Wait. eligibility, Layton Robinson should come back because his his tape. I thought he did have eligibility. Left. I think he does, and I his tape is horrible. So, but then again, Dude, if they don't change Adazio, why would he come back here? Just go. Yeah. You might as well go yeah. get coaching somewhere else. But then there's Aki. Else? How about Aki? He's been benched twice since he started starting around I here. I think he'll be back. He seems like he's just dumb enough to stay around. <laughs> well, if yeah. I were, it might be he's out. Bankhead, Strickland, other bodies. You know, obviously they haven't played, but they've yeah. been, they were decent recruits. What about the guys that did play this year? Well, Wyckoff, if Foster's going to get the start. Yeah. I mean, what about Zoom? He got beat up the whole outside. I mean, I hate to see him leave. Yeah. Don't don't lose Father. Don't lose Zoom. Yeah. But coach him up, please. Yeah. How about a quarterback? Oh, God. Could we lose King, Johnson, and Stowers all to transfer? Uh, say it again. King, King Johnson, Johnson, and Stowers. You didn't put Connor's name in there? We could lose Connor. <laughs> if I'm Connor, I'm I'm piecing out. Yeah, I mean that's what I thought. You said Stowers. If yeah, why is Stowers he is gone? He got on the field. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's gone. King is likely gone. The question uh, is, does Johnson stick around or is he leaving? Uh, yeah. And with him, his brother at tight end. By the way. Oh well. How do you miss something you never? You know who got had. who got on the field this week? Olin. You know who didn't? J- Johnson. <laughs> So, you know, Max Wright's gone. You can lose Garza as well. Maybe Blake Smith. Yeah. Get, get out of there. At the wide receiver, Anias is gone. How about if Andrew Stewart does? Is Anias done? If I'm is here, there a I'm chance gone. he can come back? Yeah, there's a chance. I think there's Evan chance. Stewart, Preston. If I'm Moose, you know, they, they, keep, they keep telling me I can't play with sleeves. Moose may be gone. How about Brown? Have we seen Brown since like week five? Mm-hmm. Marshall's definitely gone. Kenyon Jackson, the big kid, that, that guy's gone. Right? Price will be back. I should be back. His dad's on the coaching staff, isn't he? Or yeah. something he coaches around here? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I guess my point is you wouldn't be surprised if there's just a ton of names. Look, offensively, we could end up with a very bare, bare, bare roster. Especially at the skill position. Especially at the skill positions. I mean, at running back, running it's going to be yeah. Daniels, Moss, and Overton. That's it. Yeah. Daniels, Moss, and Overton. That's it. LJ's gone. H ain't gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. Three guys. It's not good. We don't have another one recruited for the 23 class. Crown gone too, right? I mean, not Overton. Crown over. Yeah, Crown over. That's what I mean. At wide receiver, it could be Thomas Price Lane. Thomas Price Lane. Lane's back again? Yeah. Who else? If Stewart leaves. If Moose leaves. It seemed like we had a whole bunch of them. Marshall's gone. Marshall's gone. You know what I mean? At at quarterback, we could be Connor and nobody else. We could be no Connor. <clears throat> yeah. right, this thing could get real, real ugly. If something doesn't happen right. very quickly, right after this game, yeah. 
It could get worse. People think it can't get any worse. It could get worse. I don't think we'll lose, I mean, more than three games. Because we'll schedule UMass and Sam and, well, App State be this issue. We may not win more than three games. Oh, shit, you're right. The day after the LSU game, he's got to come out and make announcements about the things that he's going to do to change this program for the better. And if not, they could get worse. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're right on the money on that. He's. I'm pretty sure change is going to happen right after the game. Good at breaking news. Look, Texas is out there still. That's what we talked about sunshine. doing. The 24-hour transfer portal. 24-hour transfer portal podcast. Yep. After. LSU A&M game. We're going 24 hours. Coach is getting fired. Transfer portal. We're, we're in on it all. We're in. Uh, the folks at Texas want to sell you that, look, this can be a very quick turnaround. Yeah. And they point to teams like Notre Dame. They did. At one year going from 4-8 and eight to 10-3. and three. By the way, they had to fire both of their defensive coordinators to do it. And they hired Elko, by the way. Um, there you go. So it took that radical of a change. You know, other examples of it. I don't know. Oklahoma in 2000, that was the second year under Stoops, right? 1999 for South Carolina, second year under Holtz, right? It was new head coaches or it's brand new coordinators. Or, you know, it doesn't happen with the same staff in place. Right. It just doesn't. Yeah, it's not going to. All right. Questions from the tailgate brought to you by David Coffin, PLLC, tax controversy and litigation lawyers. Bring it. Holler at us if you got an issue. Question number one. Another game, another suspended wide receiver or missing wide receiver. We don't know if he was suspended or not. Yeah. Why would a wide receiver come play for Jimbo? We just talked about it. <laughs> I don't think they are. I think the ones we do have are going to go somewhere else. <clears throat> and we're going, I mean, there's so much talent in the state of Texas. I mean, you look at all the receivers at TCU. Those guys were three I mean, stars. Do you, yeah, do you need a big-name receiver, Anias? A lot, as long as you've got a nice three star, three star. I'm just saying, yeah, you got to get the system. And there's talent out there. I mean, five stars, four star. We have more five stars right now on our roster than I think we ever have. And this is the worst the team. Worst team I can remember. Exactly. I mean, we have five star quarterback, running back, wide receivers. Look, I'm telling you, if I'm a wide receiver, or a big time wide receiver, I'm not coming to play for Jimbo. Go look at the track record over the last ten years. How many wide receivers? What position on offense would you want to be? With no, Jimbo. No. Seriously. I mean, do you want to be a quarterback in the system? No. Go look at every quarterback he's had since Jameis. They've all been bad. But, yeah. And gotten worse. Yeah, they haven't gotten better. Francois was supposed to be a big recruit going to Florida State, and he ended up transferring to a small, really small school. So, the answer to the question is, if he changes and actually gives up play calling, maybe you'd come over here and play. If right. they brought in a good offensive quarter. Go ahead. Of all coaches, which one has actually been the worst? That's a good question. I don't know who sent us that question, but really good question. Out of all the A&M coaches, which one has actually been the worst? It's either Jimbo or Durkin or the Adazio, Santucci. Yeah, there's a there's a handful. They're all up for the award. Yeah, you could you could. Yeah, it's still play caller Jimbo number one because he is the head, guy. Head, yeah, he's a head he hunter. He's got to take all accountability on him. Yeah, he's a. Yeah, he sucks right now. But I guess if you went individually, I mean, the quarterbacks don't play good. The offensive line plays worse. Maybe it's maybe it's an awesome. They, they just need to execute. It's a lot of them. Yeah. Let's, let's go there. Well, Corey. All right. 
Gigum Aggies. AP, C Money from the tailgate. Peace.